0: Welcome to the Emotional Wealth Podcast, where certified financial planner, speaker, and consultant, Lon Broski, will discuss strategies that can help you to successfully navigate today's challenging financial environment. And using emotional discipline and focus, you'll discover how he educates his clients to stay on track with their financial goals. Now, here's Lon. Welcome to this edition of Emotional Wealth, and today I'm super excited to be talking to you today about safety. Now, you wouldn't think that safety is an exciting subject to talk about, but in this environment, it certainly is. I think you can agree that 2020 was one existential crisis after another. We started the year off really well, and then the pandemic hit, and then you had Massive amounts of social unrest in America's biggest cities. And then you had a summer where a presidential election was very contentious, often dividing families in two. Today, I want to talk to you about safety. And actually, I want to talk to you about the fallacy of safety. As the markets continue to go up, which is, in a sense, upside volatility on the upside is just as prevalent and significant as volatility on the downside. Invariably, there will be conversations you will have with family or friends, coworkers about, gosh, you know, you're you're biting your fingernails and you're going, you know, the market's going up too too fast, and should I should I be seeking safety? And the reverse of that conversation is is that if the market goes down very quickly, which it's apt to do, can't prevent that, but if the market goes down very quickly, having that discussion with your friends, family, coworkers you're invariably going to talk about safety. Safety often means that you're running to either cash and or bonds because bonds and equities tend to act exact opposite of each other. I think right now in this current environment, there's a little bit of a fallacy to safety. Safety should be something that you should probably be talking about even before you invest, Because you have to know and understand how your investments are going to react in good times and how they're going to react in bad times and how your investments are going to react and whether or not that'll allow you to stay on track with your goals, I think will help before that panic sets in to where now, again, you're biting your fingernails wondering where I should put my investments because I need to seek safety. Perhaps understanding before you make that investment, knowing how your investments are going to react to current events, because your investments are going to react. Understand that. Your investments are going to go up, your investments are going to go down. Do your investments remain on track in the current environment that you may be in, either a down market or an up market? The tendency in up markets is to, as your investments appreciate in value, your risk levels start to creep up. So now all of a sudden, if you have a dramatic turn very suddenly, like we did last February when the market was in full panic, the S&P 500 dropped 34% in 33 days. That's panic. It's never done that before in that short a period of time. That was panic, pure and simple. I'm sure the subject of safety creeped into your mind. Any time that we have that conversation of, should I be seeking safety? We need to understand exactly the current environment and what safety means. Safety isn't what it appears to be. We have to define it and understand it in order to determine whether or not we should seek it. What are you trying to do? Are you trying to prevent the volatile ups and downs within your investments? If that is a goal, then that's something you should discuss with your advisor. Or even if you're self-directing, you should understand beforehand the psychological impact of these wild bouts of volatility is often going to push you towards seeking safety. The big fallacy right now of safety is math. And the math right now does not support you seeking safety. Don't get me wrong. I'm certainly not trying to disparage anybody that wants to seek safety inside of their investments. I'm just merely encouraging you to understand that safety. What I don't want you to do is I don't want you just to follow the herd. I don't want you just to be a lemming when the mainstream financial media talks about panic or talks about you seeking safety or what investments to own now. It's more about understanding how that could help you or how it could possibly hurt you seeking safety right now. Let's use an example. Let's use actual math. As I said before, seeking safety often means bonds. And the most safest, is widely considered anyway, the safest, most secure investment in the world is a 10-year treasury. As I sit here and talk to you today, the 10-year treasury is yielding 0.93%. Let's go through the math. Math doesn't lie. Narrative does. A narrative of safety, when things get very volatile and things get very uncertain, that narrative will creep out. You'll see it everywhere. You should be seeking safety. You should be making adjustments. What money moves to make now? And in this current environment with interest rates as low as they are, the math is not as attractive as you think it is. Let's get back to the actual numbers. As I'm presenting this today, the 10-year treasury is 0.93% is the yield. If you want to take it out longer, the 30-year treasury bond is yielding you 1.66%. If you buy a 10-year treasury note, Expect with the price that you're going to be paying for it and the interest that you're earning, your yield is going to be 0.93%. 30-year treasury bond, again, to reiterate, 1.66. Last year, the last 12 months, according to the Consumer Price Index for Consumers, CPIU, as of November, those are the latest data that we have, the CPIU was 1.2%. I'm just going to use simple math here, all right? The math doesn't lie. Let's go back to the 10-year treasury. The 10-year treasury is yielding you 0.93%. In the last 12 months, ending in November of 2020, prices increased on average 1.2%. If I'm earning 0.93%, but the cost of goods is 1.2% more, so 0.93 subtract 1.2, I've actually lost purchasing power. I've lost 0.27% in my ability to keep pace with everyday purchases, lost money. And the scary thing here is that I've lost money and I didn't even know it because when I get my account statement and I'm in safety, value has gone up. Whew, my value has gone up. At least I'm not like my neighbor whose value has dropped by 10%. But the scary thing about that account statement is, is that you don't know it. It says that you've made money, but you haven't kept pace with inflation. Let's look at the 30-year treasury bond. Again, 1.66 right now, as of today on the yield, I subtract out that 1.2% CPIU number as of November, 2020, 1.66 minus 1.2, as my old physics teacher would say, smells like about 0.46% to me. Again, math doesn't lie, narrative does. That safety, you're getting a half of 1%. We haven't even talked about the big whammy, which is taxes. And that's another podcast that I'm going to be doing is the impact on the elections and your taxes. We talked a little bit about that in November. Now that we know the outcome of the election, both the president and the Congress, we can have a little bit clearer direction on what's going to happen with with tax policy. Let's get back to our discussion. The second part of, of this math equation is taxes. Because you have to take into account inflation and you have to take into account taxes. And heaven forbid, if you're in the 30% tax bracket or if you're fortunate enough to be in the 30% tax bracket, that 10-year treasury note, again, yielding you 0.93% minus the CPIU. Which we just discussed was you were actually losing 0.27%. Now you got to subtract. If you're in a 30% tax bracket, 30% tax bracket means that you're going to have four-tenths of 1% reduction in your return. So 0.27 minus 0.4 is minus 0.67. Again, math doesn't lie, narrative does. So that's safety. You're actually losing money. 0.67% per year, because you can't buy goods and services, that are increasing by 1.2% a year. You're buying less with your money. And a 30-year treasury, same story. We just said a moment ago it was 0.46% after CPIU. Now, if you're in a 30% tax bracket, again, subtract that four-tenths of 1%. 0.46, which is positive, subtract that four-tenths of 1%. Now I'm earning 0.06%. That's what you're earning And I'm I'm doing air quotes here. You can't see it, but maybe you can feel it on your so-called perceived safety. Please do not misconstrue my comments as saying you shouldn't have safety. I'm saying you need to understand safety in the context of your plan, in the context of tracking your goals to make sure you are on track. In this low rate interest environment, seeking safety could actually derail you from accomplishing your goals. And that's what this is all about. That's what your investments are all about. That's what your asset allocation strategy is all about. Achieving your goals. Making sure that you're on track with your goals. When you sit down and you do the math, in this interest rate environment, boy, you are paying a serious price. And you're actually getting further away from your goals rather than closer to your goals. And then being reactive... In good times and bad times, perhaps a better approach would be proactive. Understanding in this current low interest rate environment, what kind of impact that's going to have on your goals. Is it going to keep you on track or is it actually going to get you further away or detract from your goals? Very important to know. Again, just to recap, I'm not advocating that you shouldn't be in safety. I'm advocating that you understand safety because the math behind the current interest rate environment is not favorable to your investments, is not favorable to you achieving your goals. So if it helps us to understand even before we make a single investment, how it performs or how it acts in good times and bad times, that can help our psychology when that time does come understand it and know what to expect. That can help keep us on track with our financial goals. Thank you for taking the time to join me today. Again, just a real quick hit on the fallacy of safety. Don't forget to follow us on social media, Facebook and Twitter. Email us at podcast at pineswealth.com. Call us 1-800-467-6567. That's 1-800-467-6567. Be sure to like us on your favorite podcast service. Enjoy your week and we'll talk to you soon.